Hello, hello, Lisa here. Since you're listening to this particular podcast, I imagine you're likely a leader in the area of talent, HR, people, culture, L&D, employee experience, or OD. Are you also a talent leader who is longing for a safe sounding board to bounce ideas off of? Who's thirsty for some fresh new ideas that will actually work? Who maybe needs to influence multiple stakeholders who don't always know what they want? Maybe you're somebody who wants to get out of their own way and who's ready for expert, ongoing, and confidential mentoring. If you answered yes to one or more of those statements, then we need to talk. In addition to my group programs, I work privately with a select few clients as their talent management thought partner. I will help you, over the next 90 days, finally create the space, the intention, and the strategy to implement an initiative that's critical to your team's longer-term impact and legacy. Let's chat and see if there's a fit. Book me online at greenappleconsulting.ca slash contact. Welcome to Talent Management Truths. I'm your host, Lisa Mitchell. I'm a talent management thought partner and results coach, wife, and mom. Talent management leaders are hungry to learn from their peers and want to hear about real-life talent initiatives. This podcast is for and by talent management leaders. My guests and I dig into successes, challenges, and lessons learned from a very practical, not theoretical point of view. You'll discover important insights about how to elevate your confidence and amplify your influence in a role known for being caught in the organizational middle. I'm thrilled to have you listening. So let's get going and hear the truth about talent management today. Welcome back to Talent Management Truths. I'm your host, Lisa Mitchell. So, four weeks ago, I traveled from Toronto to Calgary and back over the course of two days without incident. I also took eight Uber rides in the snow with nary a traffic jam to complain about. I hoisted my carry-on into the plane's overhead compartments without hurting myself. I even endured almost eight hours in the sky with people coughing all around me and I didn't even get sick. But the very next day after I got home, I tripped on the stairs in my own house and bam, broke my ring finger on my dominant hand. Well, there are a lot of things that one ring finger helps us with, it turns out. Typing, using a mouse, writing, holding a mug, putting the dog's harnesses on, washing your own face, And you can forget about my beloved F45 gym workouts with all those weights and burpees. It truly sucks. And yet, in spite of all that, I find myself feeling extra grateful during what's been a surprisingly vulnerable period. I'm grateful for my husband doing all the dishes since I can't get the splint wet and I keep banging the finger on stuff because it sticks out straight in the splint. And I'm grateful for my best friend Lynn for being very indignant on my behalf about the incompetent surgeon who allowed my splint to be set wrong so that now I have a, quote, deformity and require a long therapy. I'm also grateful that I am not sick or dying or needing to stay in hospital. What I find interesting in this case is that the gratitude swells up on its own. Often I find myself with myself and with my clients that we need to remind ourselves during sucky times to reframe to choose to see the gift in the situation, to work hard to see that gift. Reframing, in fact, is one of the most powerful tools we have as humans navigating the ups and downs of life. 
As an example, when I was dreadfully unhappy near the end of my last corporate role, I was able to reframe when I really put my mind to it and see that I was learning what I did not want as part of my picture moving forward. You know, I was able to see how much I was learning about what I did want and what I yearned for. Yet with this whole broken finger debacle, every time I whack it against something by mistake and feel pain or feel frustrated because I need to rely on my clumsy left hand, a voice in my head immediately reminds me that, hey, Lisa, you are so lucky you didn't break another finger and you're lucky you have a left hand to help out. And by the way, this pain and inconvenience is only temporary. I think this gratitude is so present because, you know, I do know that I will ultimately be okay. My finger's going to heal, if crookedly, and I will be able to do the things I miss right now. I have that sense of clarity or of certainty. Needing to remind ourselves to try to reframe during difficulty, I think it comes up more when there's still a lot of unknowns, when we aren't yet clear on where we're going or what will be. It's funny how this life works. You know, things can suck and be gratitude inspiring at the very same time. And we can embrace both. I hope my little story and musings today have sparked some helpful thinking for you and what you might be going through today. What sucks and what is the associated gift you're grateful for? Thanks for listening. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your colleagues. Better yet, head over to iTunes and let us know. When you subscribe and leave me a five-star review, not only do I glow from within, but more people will learn about the show and why they should listen. Until next time, keep telling the talent management truth.